I went out and bought 10,000 units of a dog food dish that I felt really good about. I got a great deal on them, too. Uh, Trouble is, they're selling real slow on Amazon, and my wife wants them out of the garage now. Hey, Jim, can you help me sell these faster? I need more traffic and reviews, stat. If I don't figure this out soon, those dog food dishes might not be the only thing staying in my garage, if you get my drift. Welcome back to Silent Sales Machine Radio. And here's your host, Jim Cockrum. Hey, welcome back. This is Jim, Silent Sales Machine Radio coming at you. Thank you so much for joining me today. This is another mini episode. You guys are telling me you like these. So when you're ready to grab a little tip, trick, or technique, or just get your head straight on something that's been confusing you for a while, these are some good episodes. And today's question for the floor, and come over and discuss it in our Facebook group if you disagree with me. Maybe you think I'm wrong. I love surrounding myself with people who think differently than I do, but I think there's overwhelming evidence from our decade plus of experience of selling physical products online that I'm pretty sure I'm right here, but hey, let's debate it. Maybe you've got some information I don't have. But the question for the floor is this, Jim, can you help me sell more of my product on Amazon? We hear that question all the time. Jim, I've got a product. Help me sell more of it. Different forms of that same question. And that tells me that you're starting at the wrong place to ask that question. Now, yes, there are some things we can do to help you sell more of your product, but can we please address the premise behind your question first? I always like to answer questions with a question. So if you come to me saying, Jim, help me sell more of this product. Can you please help me sell more of this? What are the tricks you know? Help me sell more. The first thing I think of is, well... (laughs) He put the product first, and I'm not sure I would have done that. The very fact that it's not selling well tells me you didn't do your homework, because I don't guess. You've heard me say over and over again on this podcast already, I don't guess about inventory. I don't go based on my feeling. Oh, I've got such a good feeling about this inventory. Let's go buy 10,000 units and sell it. Never. There's courses, plenty of them out there that'll tell you that's the way to do it. You know, do your research and then investigate and find a niche, and then go buy 10,000 units and sell them. No, sir. No, thank you. I don't write big checks and then hope it works out later. Just don't do it. And you shouldn't either. You've heard me say these things. Okay. So what is the point here? Well, the point is if you're doing this right, you make your money when you buy your inventory, not when you sell it. Well, what's that mean, Jim? I don't even understand what you're saying there. What I mean is you're so sure that that $10,000 worth of inventory it's going to turn into $50,000 or that $100 of inventory is going to turn into $500. You're so sure because the evidence is right in front of you. You see how rabid the audience is before you even begin to inch your way into that market. Well, that's not possible, Jim. Yes, it is. See, the problem is business has been taught the same way especially if you went to business school. I apologize if that's you. You got your big fancy degree from some business college and they taught you. And I've gone through these steps before, but it goes something like this, raise a bunch of capital, you know, write your business plan, get a bunch of investors, hire a bunch of people, build a building, design your ideas, pay a bunch of engineers to figure out these ideas and put them together and package it up. And then hopefully some point in the future, if you don't go out of business before you launch, you hope your product sells. Well, that's just not necessary anymore. Now, People tell us all day, every day, exactly what they want and can't find. And then you go find that and you bring it to them. You don't guess. You don't take these huge risks. 
the era of putting lipstick on a pig and then trying to sell it is over because people are out there. That's what marketing was. When I went to college, I've got a business degree. When I went to college and I took marketing classes, basically I could sum up the whole semester in about 15 seconds. Marketing is when the really smart people design something and then they bring it to you. And as a marketer, you sell it. You figure out the best way to use the right trigger words and get the emotions worked up. And you, you then you sell that object. You put lipstick on that pig and it doesn't matter if it's good or bad or breaks when people get it out of the box. None of that matters to marketing. Marketing is just making sure that you manipulate people's emotions correctly so that they buy something. Whether they need it or not, it's kind of irrelevant. If you're a good marketer, you can sell snow to a snowman, right? Well, I don't want to do that. Maybe you do. Maybe you want to be a student of using the right trigger words to get people to do things that they shouldn't have done otherwise. But I don't do that. I'd much rather find these gaps in the market where people are saying, wow, if only someone would make product X, I'd be all over it, but no one's making it yet. So you go out and find someone that is making it already, or you make it yourself and you test it out a little bit, and then you bring that product to the market. So the era of putting lipstick on a pig is over when it comes to marketing. I don't do that. You don't have to either. See, this is why we teach our newbies around here. You may have heard us say this, inch deep, mile wide. When you're hunting for inventory, when you first get it started selling physical products online, you shouldn't be committing a mile deep on one product. What you should be doing instead is going an inch deep on multiple products, experimenting. When you don't know what to sell, just go scan some items and see how they're doing on eBay and Amazon. Maybe even Facebook Marketplace. Free to use. If you got the Facebook app on your smartphone, most people in the world now have Facebook Marketplace. If you don't yet, it's coming soon. It's kind of like Craigslist on Facebook. You can sell pretty much anything to people who live around you. So just see what's hot. Play around a little bit. Sure, you're going to make some mistakes, but those are cheap. If your mistakes only cost you 5 to $10 each, you can afford to make quite a bit of them as a business person. It's never been less expensive than it is now to make a long series of mistakes. As a matter of fact, one metric you should be measuring your success by is how many mistakes did I make in the last month? If you're not making at least 20 mistakes where you go, ah, well, that didn't work out. At least 20, minimum of 20. Well, try that, didn't quite work. Then you're not really trying because in most cases, those mistakes cost you nothing. In some cases, they cost you five or 10 bucks. I mean, come on, why not experiment a little bit? If you've got some capital to spend, you should be experimenting constantly. So one of the reports that I like to run, specifically in Amazon, let's say you've been taking our advice for a while. Here's a report you're going to run. And if you're driving right now, don't try to take notes. Just go back and listen to this later. We'll put it in the show notes like we always do to help you out. But there's a report that I love to run in our Amazon account because we do a lot of inch deep, mile wide selling, meaning we'll buy two or three units of a bunch of different kinds of things and just see how it works out. And even if you lose a little money, you learn some important information from Amazon and Amazon will tell you some very cool statistics about the items that you've sold. Even once you run out of inventory, they'll keep telling you information about that particular product. So there's a report. If you go into your business reports in Amazon Seller Central, there's a report called well, you click on reports, then you click on business reports, and then along the left-hand side of the screen, you'll see detailed page sales and traffic. That's the name of the report, detailed page sales and traffic. And then when that report comes up, you'll want to sort it by sessions. Sessions is just a fancy name for how many eyeballs did I get on that listing? How many different people per day looked at that product? So if 100 people looked at your product yesterday on Amazon, the sessions for that day would be 100. 
even if some of them looked at it five or six times, it still counts as one. So each session was a different individual looking at your product. So if you sort by sessions in descending order now, that's important because you want to have the big numbers at the top. And then you'll see, and oftentimes you'll be very shocked. Wow, that many people were looking for that product? I didn't think there was anything to it. We certainly didn't make much of a profit on that product, but holy cow, 10,000 people a day looked at that listing? Well, let's go try to experiment there a little bit with that product. There's something there. There's a lot of people looking for that product. We can create our own private label maybe or experiment with some wholesaling in that direction because that is a hot category. So this is the way I want you to think. So if you come to me with your product and say, Jim, help me sell more of this. I've already committed. I've got a garage full of them. I've got to get them out of my garage. Help me use some magical tricks to fool people into buying stuff they don't want is what I hear you saying. I don't have those magical tricks. Now, sure, there's a few things that you can do with Facebook video that we're excited about. We're experimenting around. But even with that, even if you're able to generate large audiences for products, you're not going to sell nearly as many if it's not a hot item, if it's not an item people are looking for. There's no magic marketing trick that's going to turn a bad inventory purchase into a windfall. And even if you have people convincing you that they can help you sell more of your ugly widget that you never should have bought 10,000 units of, even if people are convincing you that they can help you, my question is, why do you even want to go down that road? Why do you want to put the product first? Why not put the audience first and find out what they want? It's so much easier that way. There's no magical search engine optimization for Amazon that's going to help your product sell more. Yes, I said it. Search engine optimization on Amazon, 99% of the time is a complete waste of time because it tells me you bought the wrong product. Even if you don't know what you're doing with search engine optimization, if you just use a few of the right keywords in your title and you're in a hot market, you don't have to know what you're doing. Your magical keywords and how you arrange your bullet points and what you put in the text description and how many times you use your keyword, none of that even matters if you're doing it right. If you're spending all your time trying to tweak your Amazon listing so you can sell just a few more, You've got a bad product. That's the real problem, especially if you're new to this. Now, if you're testing out 500 different SKUs, there's people out there listening to my podcast right now saying, oh, Jim, I tweak all the time and improve. Yeah, you're a data crunching nerd and I love you and that's awesome. And you've got 500 different SKUs on Amazon and you're tweaking them all constantly. I get it. I love you. Trust me. I know there's value to some of this. I'm talking mainly to those of you, though, who've kind of floundered so far. And you thought the way you were going to succeed, unfortunately, you bought some big expensive course and they told you, go buy 10,000 units to get the discount. And now you're trying to figure out how to sell more. And you come to me and say, Jim, help me sell more of this ugly widget that nobody wants. I'm talking to you primarily. You know, it's, it's the same people that come to me and say, Jim, I need more reviews. I need more reviews. How can I get more reviews for my product on Amazon? Well, there's a really easy way to get as many reviews as you want. Sell a really hot product that people like. And then afterwards, follow up and say, hey, wouldn't mind getting a review which you can do, and it doesn't violate any of Amazon's policies. But these review clubs, please don't ever do that. I laugh my head off when I see these, these Facebook groups that pop up and it's like, okay, here's the deal. There's going to be a hundred of us and we're all going to buy each other's stuff and we're going to leave each other five-star reviews. And so we're all going to get five-star reviews on all of our stuff. Just put it in the group and we'll all review it and buy it. And if you want to refund, just let them know and we'll send you your money back. You know, it's all about getting the reviews. I mean, these, these things sprung up everywhere there for a while. And we were saying in our community, no, 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 don't do it. Don't do it. Amazon will protect the integrity of their review system. Just like Google protects the integrity of their search engine. Amazon will dedicate resources to shutting you down. And what did they do? Yep, exactly that. 
in a lot of cases, these review services or these ungating services, dirty little secret is you may have noticed, remember these services that were popping up everywhere? Hey, we can get you ungated in any category on Amazon. Just tell us what category you want to sell in. Send us a little money. We'll get you ungated. We'll fill out some forms, pretend to be you and send them into Amazon. You know what Amazon did? They went around and sued a bunch of them and shut them down. Send them lawyers, big, scary lawyer letters, shut them down. Amazon doesn't like to be tricked and manipulated. You know what they really do like? They really do like when you bring products to their audience that people love and just organically leave really good reviews for. And you know what? That's way easier, so much easier than marrying yourself to a product that nobody wants and then trying to manipulate the system and figure out how to sell a bunch of it. So if you're going to come running to my team and I saying, please help, I need to sell more of this product. I've filled my garage with it. I've invested deep. I've got a ton of it laying around. Help me sell more. Yeah, there's some interesting things we can do. There's some creative things we can do. We have a few tricks up our sleeve. We can help you dig out of a hole quite often, but it's so much better just to not ever go in that hole to begin with. It's just so much easier to build a great business if you're hitting home runs every time you step up to the plate. Don't guess about inventory. Don't buy a bunch of stuff before you know how much it's going to sell. Before I ever buy even 10 units of something, I know how fast it sells per day because I've got the statistics. I've got the facts backing up how many people are searching for this, what the conversion rate is for that traffic. I'm not going to go out and buy 100 units even ever of something on a guess. Buy one or two or five. And you're saying, well, my wholesaler says the minimum order is 200, Jim. They won't even know their minimum order quantity. If you're serious and they know you're a player, their minimum order quantity is one. They will send you one unit if you convince them you're serious. Now, don't get one, get five or 10, maybe, if they're inexpensive. If they're expensive, get two or three. Don't go all in. Experiment. Learn your numbers. Know your conversion rates. Know your refund rate. That's a number that jumps up and shocks a lot of people that go all in. Hey, we can help you sell a whole lot more, but guess what? If your product stinks, you're going to get two-star reviews and a bunch of returns. There's no marketing in the world to fix that. Know your product. Know your conversion rates. Know your numbers before you jump in. And if all that feels too complicated, let's just keep it all super simple. Inch deep, mile wide. Try a bunch of different products. Experiment. And then run that report that I told you about where Amazon tells you which products you've been playing with are most popular to their audience. And if you want to start investigating in that direction, that's where you start digging. Okay? That's how the game is played the right way. Hey, I'm just looking out for you. I'm just here to create as many successful entrepreneurs as I possibly can. And that's one of the biggest mistakes I see people making. And literally every single day in our Facebook group, typically it's someone who's been around less than a week. They'll come in and say, hey, uh, what tricks do you guys know to make sure I get more traffic to my listings on Amazon? Hey, can someone help me sell a bunch of my product? Because it's not moving. I went all in on this dream product that I had a vision for one day and I bought a thousand units of it. It's not selling. Somebody help me. You know what? You've got it backwards. You put the product before the process. Learn the process first. Well, hey, I think I'm going to sign off. This was a short episode. Promised you to keep it short, and I did. Thank you so much for the feedback you're leaving about our podcast. We are up there ranked with the biggest business marketing podcasts in the world now and the most popular business, just overall 
business podcast. I mean, like Wall Street Journal, Dave Ramsey, these guys, I mean, were showing up on the charts, playing around in the vicinity of those guys with thousands and thousands of podcasts. You guys have boosted us into the top few in the world. Thank you so much. But hey, if you haven't subscribed yet, I would sure love you to go to iTunes, download it on any desktop or on your iPhone if you got one. Download iTunes, it's free. Subscribe. Leave us a review if you love the show. I'd really appreciate that too. But hey, I think I'm going to sign off right here. Make it a great week. Keep plowing forward, business warrior. We are in your corner. We believe in you. Make great stuff happen. We'll keep bringing you the good stuff. This is Silent Jim signing off for Silent Sales Machine Radio. We'll talk to you again real soon. Music.